Hey everyone and welcome to 1.21 Gigawatts. I am Peter, that is Matt, and we talk about movies on this show, new movies typically, and this episode we are looking at Godzilla, King of the Monsters, which just came out this past week, and we're going to talk about it. Um, so we'll start spoiler free, as we always do, we'll give you a warning before we get into spoilers somewhere in the middle, yep. and we'll get on to it, so. Yeah, uh, premise is that, yeah, Gid- Ghidorah is around and Godzilla needs to fight Ghidorah. <laughs> End yeah, of premise. So, so at the end of the last one, it was kind of hinted at that um, there, there was more monsters. It's not just Godzilla. And that it, you know, Godzilla is almost a, an antibody for like the Earth. Like you get a fever, right? There's a mm. sickness. Godzilla is one of the things that helps, um, one of the things that helps like write things and balance it out. And they kind of said, like, oh, he might not be the only one. Well, we learned on this one, he's definitely not. And there's there's bigger ones, and, oh, man. Yeah, there's... Fighting again. Yeah, there's a ton of monsters. Obviously, going into this one, it was exciting, because this one has Godzilla, obviously, but it has yep. Ghidorah, yep. it has Rodan, and it has Mothra as kind of yep. the big names from the, the original Godzilla series. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I like the 2014 movie. I mean, me and Connor watched it again uh, a few weeks ago, and it pretty much held up uh like everything yeah. I, it's not a perfect movie but everything i liked no. about it i still really liked yeah it, it has some weird things to it that you're just like okay this is definitely is it evans or edwards i forget which gareth made that one edwards edwards okay so yeah definitely his movie he definitely wanted to do a more intone to gojira much more of a disaster than a monsters fight movie this is definitely much more of the legacy of godzilla i feel um, of growing up and watching them when they were on the sci-fi channel. And, like, as a kid, you just tune in to watch the monster fighting scenes. Um, so, and that's perfectly okay. Um, you know, <laughs> to me, that's what Godzilla is. Yeah, that, that that's kind of what this movie do- does. Um, uh, so, w- one of the big complaints about the first one is that there was too many human stuff and not enough monsters. Yeah. Um, although I appreciated the, the slow build in the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one definitely is a lot more monster focused and yeah. uh, not to say that there isn't uh, human characters there is a decent amount of human characters and they get a decent mm-hmm. amount of time uh, but there is more monsters uh, from very early on and it kind of goes goes throughout but yeah so I'll, I'll ask the question Matt did you enjoy Godzilla King of the Monsters? Oh yes I did very much so very much so um, I liked it as well and it's, it's definitely getting a really mixed reaction online um uh, some people just think that the human characters are stupid and take a, still take up too much time. Um, I can't deny that some of the, the human plot is is a bit of a mess because it is. No big time. It is. M- um, most of the stuff with Vera Farmiga, I, I was just like, okay, oh, let's, yeah. let's get past this. But I really like Kyle Chandler in uh, Millie Bobby Brown, mm-hmm. uh, Eleven, as I kept kept waiting for her nose to start dripping at, at points just because I can't get over that's Eleven um mm-hmm. so i liked a lot of that stuff i liked a lot of the stuff with monarch but the vera farmiga stuff just it seemed half cooked like i'm sure there's a good story in there and she can be a complex character i just feel like dropped the ball with her it's just a very surface level motivation for her actions mm-hmm. which we can't really talk about too much until we get no. to spoilers but um that stuff was definitely oh, okay that's what we're doing all right yeah. um there's definitely a lot of cheesy one-liners some of which made me chuckle because whatever and some were just kind of like okay that was a bit much <laughs> uh, I, I love bradley whitford um i really 
That's what I feel that the first movie was kind of missing was like a, a supporting cast for Aaron Taylor Johnson. It was very singularly focused on him, mm. right? This one I felt what would oh, I don't say too far in the opposite direction, but it did go like we had a lot of supporting characters. There's, that, there's, there's probably a little bit too many though. There's like mm-hmm. even some of the soldiers we get to know their faces yeah. and uh, uh, Thomas uh, Middleton, Middleton's character. Yeah. His character felt a bit just kind of superfluous. Like he was there for a couple yeah. of jokes and that was it. Um, it, there's kind of a, a, an interesting cast here. Zi Zhang is in this movie, who is uh, you know from, from Hero and House of Flying Daggers and a bunch of other uh, Chinese films. Uh, she's got a small role in here. Uh, Ken Watanabe's back, uh, yep. uh, as is Sally Hawkins. Bizarrely, I was not expecting that. Uh, David Strathairn's back as well. He's like a Navy. Uh, yeah, I don't know what his rank is, but ah, uh, yeah, he he's high up though because he commands a fleet. Yeah. Like. He, He's the, he's the David did, um, and he was in the first movie. So so there was a few characters back from the first one which I wasn't expecting, which was kind of nice. Um, and then on top of that, Charles Dance plays the villain. He's like this mm-hmm. rogue uh, mercenary who's yeah. going around trying to like steal monster DNA and shit. Um, so that, that's kind of your basic setup. I I think the cast is pretty good. Uh, the the faults I have with the human characters, if I for what I do have, don't really come down to who the cast are. Uh, no, I, I think they for the most part make the best of what they've got, uh, and just kind of kind of go with it. But the, you know, it's definitely kind of rushed. It's definitely kind of messy in terms of what they're doing. Um, it definitely feels more like one of the the more fun but certainly goofier human plot Godzilla movies of the Japanese uh, series. Mm-hmm. I was definitely feeling that vibe. Okay. Yeah. That said, there is some nice touches uh, and references to the old films. I feel like this movie works better if you're a fan of the old movies. Yeah. Uh, because there's some references to some plot devices from the old movies, some references to where certain things come from. And they're just little Easter eggs that are not like super important in the, the plot yeah. so much. But uh, I'll talk about them more in spoilers again. As yeah, well. it, it fills out the viewing. Whereas, like, like my wife, who who's not a big, you know, like she came to see this because it's Godzilla and she wants to see Godzilla fight yeah. Ghidorah. Right. But she's not going to pick up on some of the things with like Mothra and Rodan, right, that, that you or me would pick up on. Um, and she still really enjoyed it. I mean, not as much as I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but yeah, oh, just big monsters. Uh, I saw early, early reviews of this came out and someone compared it negatively to Kong Skull Island. And once I heard that, I was like, oh, okay, I know exactly what this is. And, and, you know, right in my wheelhouse. Yeah, so. well, I think this is better than Kong Skull Island. I think for all the faults the humans have, I think the human characters in this are better than the humans in Kong Skull Island. With the possible exception of, uh... Oh, what's his face? From Kong. Are you talking about, um, Loki? No, 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 the one, the one sort of, the one likable character. <laughs> no, um, uh, the pilot that was there. Riley, John C. Riley. Yeah, John C. Riley. I have to think about his name there. Um, gotcha. Like uh, he, he was kind of likable, but the, the human characters in Kong were just nothing. They, they. I mean, this doesn't have a whole lot in the human characters, but at least Bradley Whitford's funny. You know, Eleven has a couple of little funny moments. Um, you know, there's there's, a, there's more here than there was in that movie. Uh, Wantanabe has a couple of nice touching moments. Um, I will say there's actually like a weird thing that happens in the movie early on. There's a apparently there's a character death during one of the big like action scenes that I just didn't notice because after that there's like a, a small moment where they, they confirm a character's died and I'm like wait what? Why did that? Happen? 
so I, I guess that's a critique of uh, some messy editing there. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, possibly direction, oh, yeah. but definitely editing. Yeah, this movie's not perfect, but I still... It's still a whole lot of fun, and it hits the spirit. And I, I end up forgetting about those things, you know, and just can sit and enjoy it but no i think i know which one you're talking about yeah the monsters though for the most part are really good and the fights look really good there's so many moments in this where you could just pause it and take that as a wallpaper and be like okay that's my wallpaper yeah. now yeah uh, and and to come from the the men in suits to this like i have to believe that the people that created godzilla and and Ghidorah, like if they could see this i'm sure they'd be big old stupid smiles just like us yeah, I mean, right. there's lots of things I like about this. Like, one of the things I love about the first film was that how Godzilla felt like a force of nature and how, like, mm-hmm. like otherworldly he felt. Like we, we just couldn't comprehend what Godzilla is, and that's what it feels yeah. like when you're looking at him. Uh, that, that feeling is back here with him, although if I'm comparing to the original, or did I say the original, the, the, the previous mm-hmm. film, uh, I do think that film's better directed in, in the sense that Godzilla does have that feeling every time he appears. Well, there's a little bit of it here. It doesn't have quite the mm-hmm. same kind of ethereal, like you know uh, awe-inspiring kind of yeah. magic to it um yeah. that said though i do love that Ghidorah literally kind of creates a storm around him wherever he goes like there's, there's mm-hmm. like it's just all this lightning and like all these dark clouds and it feels like now nah, like hell is coming to town <laughs> oh oh same, same with rodan like when rodan makes the appearance it's it's a natural disaster you know like so mm. i thought that was pretty cool too like they they really kind of upped and showed how they were different from Godzilla. Oh yeah, you know? and and I do appreciate that. Yeah, one thing I would really want to talk about is uh, the score by Bear McCreary, mm-hmm. uh, because I, I you know I was like hoping before the movie came out, I was like yeah the one thing the the, the last one could have could have used is the theme you know like I I you know that that final shot is perfect in the original the, the yep. last film I keep oh, I keep saying the original it's not the original you know what I mean no. Uh, uh, where you know Godzilla goes into the water, like I really wanted Godzilla's theme to kick in when it c- cut to the credits, and this movie, like I got released because before the I saw the movie like a week before the the soundtrack came out, and I listened to the main title, and sure enough, it's the classic Godzilla theme that is used in this, yeah. and that was really exciting, and it's used at a couple of key points in the movie that are really kind of like fist pumping, kind of like yeah, big time, yeah, big time. That's my boy. That's my big G right up uh, there. Um, and that got really exciting uh, to me. Yeah. Um, so I, I think like to, to kind of and Bear McCreary is a composer I really like as well. Like he's done uh, Battlestar mm-hmm. Galactica. He's been doing Agents of Shield since that started. Yeah. And really, really good music from him. Uh, and most recently did the God of War video game, uh, which got a lot oh. of praise for its music. The the last one. Yeah, yeah, the one that you oh, should have, be playing. Yes. I I have that queued up for yeah. for for the summer. So. So. <laughs> Yeah, to, to kind of sum up. Um... Oh, one second. <laughs> there's a there's a kaiju fight going on in Matt's house apparently. So that's what happens when you have the house to yourself. Yeah. And suddenly it's not to yourself anymore. Yes, I was just saying we've got a canine kaiju fight happening downstairs. Yes, we do. Um, yes, we do. But yeah, to kind of sum up, before we get into spoilers, I guess to sum up, I would say that. Yeah, the, the the opinions on this are very mixed, and it reminds me a lot of uh, my love for Pacific Rim 2, where mm-hmm. that movie did not review well, and a lot of people thought it was dumb. Oh. But for my taste, it was hitting all these marks that I really liked. Yeah, and I, I was... love how in, in Pacific Rim 2, 
in the last act, it unapologetically becomes Power Rangers. Oh yeah, it does. It so does. And this, and this one, I don't say the same way because it's like this all the way through. This is unapologetically a a Godzilla movie. Yeah. Like it, and how we know it, and I kind of like how it fits in with that. With even the first one uh, of this series is that that felt very much like a message movie, kind of like Gojira did. You know, this is what happens with with nuclear war. And on this one, it was kind of like the climate and whatnot. Uh, and this is what happens when you stir with things that you shouldn't be. And then they kind of get more fun as they go. And that's how I feel with, with Skull Island and now this. You know, they follow that same path, which I appreciate. Hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I like this one. Uh, I thought the... I definitely think it's better than Skull Island. I mean, I don't want to upset Matt here, but I think Skull Island... No, that's fine. I, I, I have an unnatural love of that movie. Yeah. Uh, and there's there's parts in this where I kept nudging my wife, and she kept going, "Yes, I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, they mentioned Skull Island. Okay, yeah. calm down." <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I, I guess what I'm saying is, is that like, yeah, I, I think a large portion of people will hate this movie. I, I think people who don't care about Godzilla, I think if you have an affinity for Godzilla, the classic movies, you're going to get a lot more out of this. Um, or you or you're interested in them, you'll get a lot more out of this. I think if you're someone who does come in expecting like a good human story with like good writing, you're not going to get that. And I can't defend that and say that like it's it's necessarily forgivable per se. But f- for for what I think a lot of fans wanted this movie to be, it kind of delivers on that. I guess mm-hmm. the one disappointment I would have, uh, and this goes both compared to the first film and the trailers for this one is it doesn't feel quite as like i say ethereal and magical as the as the first film and even that first trailer for this one did where it feels like you're in awe of like everything that's happening it doesn't really quite feel like that it feels more kind of straightforward and on a connection level of like you know like you know godzilla like fights something early on kind of gets his ass kicked and then it's like okay it's a comeback story like you know like it's just... yeah and, and if you want to see something that's bad that's kind of in this tone it, it's last year's rampage like, oh yeah, Rampage was was garbage. Yeah. Yeah, and it, and it like as much as I want to see big creatures knocking down buildings and fighting each other, that just misses the mark completely with everything. Whereas I feel like here, say what you will about some of the plot and the characters and whatnot, it's still a decent movie. Like it's, I, I want to see it again. Like I'm trying to plot out my week so I can go see this in theaters <laughs> again. <laughs> so oh yeah so uh we'll give you the spoiler warning full spoilers for godzilla king of the monsters and uh so yeah so vera formiga turns out to be a villain uh mm-hmm. fairly early on and i'm glad she did actually because there's the moment where like okay they think they've been kidnapped by charles dance and the evil mercenaries and kale chandler like you know goes down to get his daughter because you know they're, they're, they're separated because they lost a son in 2014 when the godzilla attack had happened in, in san francisco in san francisco and he blames godzilla he's got this godzilla vendetta even mm-hmm. though godzilla was there to save the day but you know whatever kale whatever no yeah it's you understand his grief because he lost yeah. a kid uh, un, un you know uncontrolled because of this this gigantic lizard so but he, um, he goes there to try and like save his, his wife and daughter specifically his daughter um yeah. and the you know vera formiga makes this choice to use the, the the charges because they're in antarctica for this point because they, they they come and get them when they're basically waking up mothra and she's got this this MacGuffin, which is that's yeah. what i'm going to call it it's, yeah it's called the orca yeah and what it does is they found out a way that to communicate with these titans that's what they're calling the big monsters and it works off of their bio like sounds, right? So it's kind of 
it's almost like whale song and they kind of that's kyle chandler brings up that they they developed this to keep um whales from beaching themselves so they would put it out you know and, and send these sounds out to the oceans and then she figured out that you could adjust it to almost communicate with with the the titans yeah yeah so, it's a really cool MacGuffin. I, I love the idea of it. Like you're you're much more schooled in Godzilla lore than I am. This is like the first time something like this, right? Like I I don't recall it from what I've seen. Okay. Uh, having a device to, to communicate with them uh, outside of Mothra, because Mothra has the right. twins that can talk to her. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So 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 this is like the, the waking of Mothra before before the the cocoon before the you know the metamorphosis into like full yeah. blown Mothra. But it's a larva. Yeah. Uh, so they, they they go to Antarctica because the, this this criminal element are looking for you know specific titans, and they go to Antarctica and you know Kel Channel's on on their big fancy ship now at this point they've, they've recruited them in to help find uh, and yeah, the Argo. Yeah. Like there's 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 so many fun little references in the script like that to like the the big ship's called the Argo, you know. Uh, back to mythology and whatnot, but yeah. So, so they're heading down to Antarctica. Yeah, find... sh- should say it, we should point out it's a plane. It's not a ship. I keep saying ship because yeah. it, it reminds me more of a spaceship yeah. than it does anything else. But yeah, well, it looks like one of these, uh, like a big, like an extra large stealth bomber. Like it's yeah. almost like a, but but it's bigger than that because it's like it's got a bridge, a command center. Yeah, yeah. it's got like a full bridge where like, there's people at computers and shit. Like you know, it's yeah, yeah, a full yeah. thing. Um, but yeah, so the Great Antarctica, and as soon as someone mentions that, like the people who are in Monarch, which you know is uh, you know Montanabi's character and Sally Hawkins are like, shit, Antarctica, oh that's he's going after Monster Zero, and I'm like, I geeked out at the, the name of Monster yeah. Zero because Monster Zero, if you don't know, is uh, the so so the movie that came after Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, and the, the the original Japanese movies was called. Uh, so a lot of these have two titles, these movies, mm-hmm. and the main title that I know it by is Invasion of the Astro Monster, but the alternate title uh, is Godzilla vs. Monster Zero. And the twist in that movie, so spoilers for this movie, but I mean, you yeah. know, it's hard, it's hard not to know this now if you know the movies, uh, mm-hmm. is that Monster Zero, because the aliens are like, nah, we've got a monster to fight Godzilla, but the, the twist is, is that it's just Ghidorah, right? So the, uh- fa- the fact that their codename here for Ghidorah's Monster Zero really put a smile on my face. It was a really nice little reference. And that was kind of cool. Um, and then obviously, eventually, they realized that the, the name is uh, Ghidorah. Like, you know, local legends call it Ghidorah. Um, right. What's really uh, cool here, though, is as much as I hated kind of the motivations for Vera Formiga, which were, oh, we're going to release the Titans because we've ruined the planet. And after the Titans like go through an area, like it flourishes like, with life. If you look, if you look at San Francisco now, after the Mutos and Godzilla, like it's it's all green and there's, there's wildlife and it's it's thriving. I, I take a bit of umbrage when they show Vegas, and I was like, <laughs> bull crap. We've been knocking stuff down for years. We would have had that rebuilt within six months. <laughs> like, let's play into reality a little bit here. Yeah. Um. But no, I like it because she compares it to like a forest fire. So like a forest fire can be good. Because it comes through, revitalizes the soil, and you end up getting a more healthy forest. Yeah, uh, oh, this, 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 this is a stupid ass plan because it involves the death of at least half the population of the planet. She's yeah. basically she's basically Thanosing the planet uh, yeah. with a stupid plan. Well, and then you have Charles Dance basically as Ra's al Ghul because he's an eco terrorist. Yes. that he he's all about this, and this is he actually wants to weaponize the Titan DNA. Uh, in order to to facilitate this, where she, hers goes a little bit farther and be like, well, no, just let them out. 
and, yeah. and see what happens. So I, I hate all this. All this is a garbage plan. It's garbage motivation. It's like mm-hmm. there's it's, there's such an awkward like scene. Like, uh, but, but they don't realize that she's turned yet. That she's a villain. Yeah. And she calls them on like you know she does like a video phone call uh, over mm-hmm. Skype or whatever. And she has like a three minute scene just explaining her stupid plan. And it's so tedious and long. And not only that, this this is something that's a pet peeve of mine. She actually has footage that comes up like over her face. Yeah. Uh, like she's some like she's edited like a like a b-roll yeah. uh for for this like she's ready to go yeah, 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 yeah. like because the, the other movie that bugged me with this actually and i complained about it in the review was logan where at one mm-hmm. point uh logan in that movie like got a, like a laptop or like a video file on the, the phone and it was explaining like the, the hospital the x-23 came from but it was intercut with all this footage while this woman was talking and explaining i'm like who edited this who put this little package together this is the same thing here there's like clips of like the yeah. various kaiju sightings from before and i'm yeah. like what are you doing <laughs> like stop yeah. this anyway the thing i like about this though what it leads to is that her plan even though it was terrible anyway fails and is starting to go wrong because what they didn't realize before they did this is that Ghidorah is not a natural titan to earth Ghidorah comes from somewhere else so even though they don't go super deep into it they confirm that Ghidorah comes from another planet he comes from space which is you know uh, traditional Ghidorah he has he has he's an alien and I'm like, yes, I love that they put that in there. And I love that, okay, because he's not a natural titan, instead of balancing the earth out, he's actually going to, you know, terraform it. it. He's going to terraform it and turn it into, like, his planet, essentially. Uh, And the only hope they've got, because all the other kaijus start worshipping him and kind of follow his orders. He's the alpha. He's the alpha, yeah. Uh, Except Mothra, who's still good. And, of course, Godzilla, who's the only kaiju big enough who might be able to take him out, who might be able to fight him. Ugh. So yeah, that's that showdown scene early in the movie when we it's the first time we see Godzilla fight yeah. uh, Ghidorah in Antarctica. Oh man! Yeah, because because like, Godzilla powers up his uh, his atomic blast and he misses uh-huh. Ghidorah like he just misses him and then Ghidorah hits him with the triple lightning blast and it's just yeah. like shit. It's so good. Like I'm getting excited just thinking about it. Yeah, uh, and just the design of Ghidorah too because he. He's always been bigger than Godzilla, right? Because it was like a, a multi-man in a suit, the three heads, and yeah, but they they did this to like the nth degree, like his wings and and the three heads, and each of the heads seemed distinct, like you know, uh, and then when he does the, the lightning thing, like who we? Oh yeah, it's not shying away from what Ghidorah is. It's like full on yeah. Ghidorah and. Like the, the the fight scene is really cool, um, and the casual fights typically are good in this. Yeah. Uh, so basically, though, like you know, they're waking up more kaiju, and because Ghidorah's out there, like making a call out, it wakes up Rodan, and we get this section of the movie where it's in Mexico. It's just in Mexico, isla, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's Isla Isla de Mara. Yeah, and yeah. you know. Uh, they're trying to evacuate the city, but Rodan, when he wakes up, when he flies over the city, you can actually see a shot of this in the trailer. He had the, the power from his his wings flying over the city is so powerful that it's basically like gale force hurricane winds like hitting the buildings, and they're all just kind of like you know taking the impact of this. Uh, it really makes Rodan feel powerful. Uh, so you know Rodan's in play, and they're they're, they're tracking Ghidorah. They're, you know they've, they've got this. They were thinking about nuking him, and then the you know the Navy's like, no, we've got this oxygen destroyer. Which again, it's a reference. The oxygen destroyer is actually the weapon they used to try and kill Godzilla in the first Godzilla movie, and the, the original yep. Godzilla movie. Uh, so that was another neat like callback that was that was really cool. Um, 
So even though, you know, Watanabe and everyone is, like, pleading, like, no, don't do this. Like, he's our only chance. <laughs> like, don't do this. You're going to kill Godzilla. And Ghidorah doesn't even get phased. Ghidorah just, like, flies off. He's fine. Yeah. You know? And, 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 and yeah, the Oxen Destroyer kills all of the fish. Like, all the fish, yeah. All the fish are dead. It, it, oh, so they, they made the problem even worse, mm-hmm. you know, by, by trying to do this and actually injure Godzilla. Like... Yeah. Uh, so so he, he's kind of injured from fighting already. Uh, and, and yeah, which, which led to this really cool part where we see Godzilla's lair. Um, oh yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. But before we, yeah. before we do though, I want to talk about, um, cause there's some really cool chase stuff here where they're actually trying to fight, yeah. uh, uh, Rodan and. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah with the, with the, the jets. Yeah. And the jets are just getting taken out one at a time. Like yeah. the, the main one, the main like big, like, you know, plane yeah, they're on the barely survives. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Rodan's just and it, I love how big he is because the claws are just mm-hmm. like crushing the planes he's just grabbing yeah. the planes with his claw and that's it uh, it's so good uh, I love that stuff but yeah so I wanted, so before we go into the next section of the movie where they have to go go and resuscitate Godzilla I want to talk yeah. about the fact that Sally Hawkins is already dead and I I, yeah. I never saw this happen like it apparently happened on, on Antarctica when the you know the, when the Godzilla uh, moth uh, not moth the Godzilla uh, Ghidorah fight was happening right but like I never saw it. It was just there's a, there's a shot after it where like Wantanabe is just sitting at the computer looking at her photo, and I'm like, "Wait, did she die?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah, it's very unceremonious. Like you don't even see her like try to make it off of an ice ledge, mm. you know, and, and fall into a chasm and whatnot. Like, and then there was a number of times I thought the soldier played by Jose Jackson, and I never mm. got his name. I thought there was number of times where he was gone, and then he'd show back up in the next scene. Yeah, he he, he just whatnot. appearing. He he, he yeah. he's like the most invincible person in this movie. He just yeah. keeps popping back up. So yeah, no, uh, that's that's a, that's a fair point. But basically, it's like okay, we have to try and find Godzilla because maybe he's still alive. Like maybe because they think he's dead for a little bit. Uh, yeah. And they eventually okay, there's these underground caverns that he goes into. Maybe we can find them. And it's like no, the radiation's too much. We can't go in. But Wantanabe's like, no, what if we give him a blast of radiation? What if we give him a nuke? You know, we'll blast him in the face mm-hmm. with a nuke and that'll wake him up. And it's like, well, whoever goes in there is going to die because of the radiation. Uh, yep. So Wantanabe's like, I'll do it. So he goes in there and he, you know, Godzilla's lying there. And Godzilla's kind of awake, but he's lying there. And he actually, you know, after he sets the nuke off, the mechanical nuke, he goes up and he touches his, you know, his nose and he's like, yep. goodbye, my old friend. <laughs> and I'm oh. like, I'm not saying it got dusty, but it might get got a little dusty at that because, oh man, I this is a guy that that, in the first movie he's bound set and determined that Godzilla exists and stuff. Then the Mudos come out, but you could just tell the reverence that uh, I gotta look at his name to say it. Um, Shirazawa is uh, is Watanabe's name. He has this reverence for him, and and he even brings up early on in the movie about like these are these are animals right but they're also gods and they should be revered and we don't need to treat them like pests they're they're just doing their job so to see him go in there and and see godzilla on the ropes right needed a nap and he lets (laughs) him get up close you know because they even say that he's like well he'll he'll you know heal himself and whatnot but it's going to take a couple years yeah because because of the damage so this is just going to facilitate that and and yeah oh man when he says goodbye, yeah, no, nah, it's a fun scene. It's not actually the the best kind of scene like this, but it's definitely it works well enough. And I, we forgot to mention there's a scene earlier on actually where Godzilla swims in front of their their, their underwater base and yeah. uh, kind of eyes up Kale Chandler almost, and everyone like backs yeah. down. And 
like so the reason why i bring that up though is because this next bit which may be my favorite moment in the whole movie is mm-hmm. when godzilla rises out of the water to his theme you know it's like and it's this great moment but it, it does the, the the harsh bit of the theme at the edge like dan 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 like and he's kind of looking down at them and it's like, everyone's like no stand down don't be a threat yep. and even though it doesn't necessarily go super into it i kind of felt like he was actually focusing on Kel Chandler because he could he could sense that Kel Chandler wanted to kill him, and it was yeah. like, and this was almost like the scene where they make up, where Kel Chandler yeah. kind of makes it clear that he's over it and he's he's not going to yeah. like do anything. Well, we see that Kyle Chandler was working around wolves, right? So he yes. understands this this alpha, you know, uh, pyramid of of like pack minded animals. Because he even talks about he worked around like dolphins and and killer whales and stuff too, mm. so he like he understands this. And at this point is, well, you need an alpha, a new alpha to come in to take out Ghidorah, and the only one of this level is Godzilla. You know, so this is almost like I don't want to say because it's not telepathic or anything silly like that, but there is an understanding reach between yeah, them. No, it, Chandler's like, it, yeah. I was wrong. I apologize. Go do your stuff, big <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah, no one says anything. It's just this no. look. But you get the feeling that it's specifically about him. It's not about everyone yep. else in the ship. It's about no. him. And uh, it's just like, yeah, okay. There's an understanding here. So as this is all going on, uh, Millie Bobby Brown, Eleven, is not happy with what, what her mother's doing. She thinks it's awful that all these people are dying. And she decides to steal the orca and she runs out she goes because they're in boston at this point which is where the family used to live and she goes Strong, to the yeah. she goes to the uh, fenway park and <laughs> which i i was wondering if if the director michael doherty mm-hmm. is a red sox fan mm. after what happens to fenway park i'm pretty sure he is not because <laughs> <laughs> there's no way if you have any type of fandom for that team, you allow that to happen. Yeah, so, so she yeah. she goes there to kind of lure in... Um, uh, Ghidorah. Ghidorah, kind of everything, but yeah, Ghidorah mm-hmm. especially. Um, and, you know, she, she's there, and then obviously when Ghidorah shows up, it gets really scary, and she's like, oh shit, and that's when she's... You know, that's a scene from the trailer where she's running from all the lightning going through the windows yep. and all that shit. And she's, you know, she's out in the rain, and I got really excited because I knew that the shot of her like turning around and smelling in the rain was coming up. So I was yep. just like, okay, big G's coming in, happening any second now. And sure enough, you know, atomic yep. blast comes in, Godzilla's there, and it's like a one-on-one thing. Um, not not to discount the fact that uh, uh, Mothra and Rodan eventually show up because Rodan shows up yep. and it's two on one. Godzilla's getting his ass kicked, and then yep. out of nowhere, Mothra like comes through the beam of light from the from the clouds, and you know, uh, webs. Uh, She's so bright that you can't look at her. It's a I really know. cool effect. Yeah, and, well, and it's worth mentioning. That, like Mothra, of course, uh, is what led them to Godzilla. You know, Godzilla's resting right. place, but Mothra is what what led them to to him. And she shows up and. We kind of have the twins in the movie, like Zhang Ziyi's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we see photos of her, and she's a twin, and like, yeah. uh, like th- this is something that's passed down through her family. It doesn't do the thing with her where she like sings to Mothra. Although the yeah. tune of Mothra's songs in the in the score, like you do hear it. Yeah. So well, is and, there... and I like that too that it plays with like she's third generation monarch by this point. Yeah. You know, so so they've been dealing with this stuff since forever. Uh, but I like that. But yeah, but no, Mothra comes in and they mentioned that if Godzilla's the king of the monsters, she's the queen. And, you know, Mothra was always played as like a hero. Like with Godzilla, it kind of came later. 
you know, like, yeah, he'll save the day, but he's also going to destroy some stuff. Uh, but Mothra, with the exception of the first movie, is always kind of the hero. So I like that they played up that dynamic where, yeah, she's she's playing up the protector yeah, a little she, more. Yeah, she's not affected by Ghidorah like the other kaiju are. No. She, she's she's uh-huh. on Godzilla's side here. Uh, and, you know, she has a fight with Rodan, and it's a really fun fight. Um, yeah. You know, adds this little dynamic where you've got Godzilla and, uh, you know, Ghidorah fighting, Ghidorah. and we've got, you know, Genetic buildings, we've got, you know, atomic blast. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, um oh I do want to mention I hated the joke about like if she's the queen of the monsters, does that mean Godzilla and Mothra have been like, yeah. at it? Like that was a stupid joke. Like that could yeah. have, they could have so cut that. someone should have looked at the guy and went, just stop. Yeah. You know? Because uh, like... Bradley Whitford's got a couple of lines that I actually quite like and quite think are funny. Because yeah. uh, at one point when they see Godzilla when he comes back out of the water and he looks bigger and he's he's more nastier, mm-hmm. uh, he said he shouts out like a uh, Sarazawa, just that lizard. And I, I thought, okay, yeah. that, that amused me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that amused me. Um, <laughs> well, well, yeah, and I like when Godzilla comes out and he's all glowing, right? Because mm-hmm. he's got all the radiation, and he just he looks like he's been pumped up on something, like. Um, oh man, but yeah, it's super cool because when he starts stomping into Boston, uh, and he gets the Fenway to fight Ghidorah. Also, in, in the Antarctica fight, we didn't talk about how uh, <laughs> the uh, the the cards are kind of stacked against Godzilla because he tears off one of Ghidorah's heads, mm. right? And and he's carrying it like a trophy, and Ghidorah just grows another one, like yep. like like it's nothing. And I was like, oh damn, like how's Godzilla gonna win? Yep. Um, which, which I thought, I, I know he's the main character, and I know at the end of the movie it's probably going to end in his favor. But, like, it made me wonder, like, how is he going to overcome this? And it, it was a very wrestling-type thing, because I felt like Godzilla coming in was, like, stone cold. The music hits, the glass breaks, right? <laughs> and he comes stomping on in to, to drop stunners on, on Ghidorah. All three heads. Yeah, all three heads. No, uh, uh-huh. nah, so there's a lot of fight, and then eventually, like, I mean, during all the fighting here, there's like a plot where uh, the parents are looking for Millie Bobby Brown, who's ran away back mm-hmm. to her house, and uh, yeah. you know, but like, so that that's all going on, and that gives you some human action to to mix yeah. in with everything else. Uh, but it's all about the monsters, and mm-hmm. uh, Godzilla eventually starts like, you know, it's like, hey, Godzilla's going to like detonate like a nuclear bomb soon because he's, mm-hmm. he's so he, he actually starts doing this thing where it sounds like the sound effect sounds like the nu- the the uh, atomic breath, but instead of yeah. blasting out of his mouth, mm-hmm. he's just he's just doing this shockwave all around him of like atomic it's energy. So cool yeah uh so he's he's doing that and when he detonates there's this great thing where it does this fake out when it comes back where you see one of Ghidorah's heads kind of flapping around through the smoke and then it comes out and you realize no this is just his head coming out of Godzilla's mouth and then Godzilla atomic blasts it out of his mouth and it's just it's glorious and then the movie ends with uh like all the other kaiju in the the movie like bowing down before Godzilla (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah oh the the other thing that got me is when when Ghidorah picks him up oh yeah and and he takes him up and then he drops him and you're like oh crap like oh, that's a great moment what the hell yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it's really really good but yeah when he when he finally detonates and it's like he activated a special and he just starts going after uh, Ghidorah oh man yeah Ghidorah was a great villain for this like oh, showing him in the ice at first so so you wonder how how Godzilla got him down into the ice the last time mm. you know what I mean to to lock him there and now he's like you know I got to get rid of him for reals um. So, so yeah, and, and there's hints throughout to Kong, right? They keep name checking Skull Island. Yeah. You see the, you see some of the, the, the native art from Skull Island, like that really cool 3D 
the evil Kedon yeah. of Kong and, and whatnot. And um, you keep seeing it pop up as like a kaiju site, you know, or a creature site. Yeah, they, men- they mentioned it a couple of times. And yeah. I, I did question, though, why doesn't Kong leave the... Does it, can he not swim? <laughs> is, yeah. that, is, is that the problem? Well, no, okay, I mean, uh, already... Uh, Gorillas aren't really big fans of water. It's one of their sure. innate fears. So, uh, but on the same time, you know, part of me is gonna think like he doesn't respect the whole idea of the alpha. You sure. know, so that that's where his issue with Godzilla is gonna come in. I, yeah, I. So there's one line at the end here where, which I thought really worried me because someone says, yeah. "Oh, thank thank God he's on our side," and then like the soldier lady was like, "For at least for now," and I'm like. You better not be hinting that he's the villain in Kong vs. Godzilla. Yeah. I'm going to be pissed if Zilla's portrayed to be the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm not having that. Well, so they kind of also hint up that uh, so so the movie ends and, and whatnot. Vera Farmiga sacrifices herself. Yes. You know to to kind of get she has the orca right. Is that the, she she, yeah, she she basically saves Godzilla because she she uses right. the orca to attract Ghidorah. Right. Yeah. And so let, lets him get up and whatnot, and she ends up sacrificing herself. And, um, you know, Godzilla ends up winning, but Kyle Chandler is going to hang on with, with Monarch and whatnot. And so at the end of the movie, we get all of these like almost news clips of, of stuff that's that's going on. That's almost setting the scene for the next movie. And they say that all of the all of the Titans are, are heading towards Skull Island. Yeah. yeah. And they don't know why. So, we're, yeah, we're doing like a Monster Island thing. Uh... Yeah. And it, and it makes me wonder if. The reason that Kong didn't show up, if it's not that this, he disrespects the whole idea of an alpha, but there's a bigger threat on Skull Island, and that's why he's there. You know, it, it's like the crawler times ten or whatever. Uh, maybe I, you know, keeping well, it at bay, and that that's why those apes were there because we don't see anything else that kind of resembles like Godzilla looks like a dinosaur, right? And and Ghidorah looks like a looks like a a, a dragon. Mothra's a moth, but the the other ones that come out, kind of these newer ones that they created for the movie, just seem like monsters. They don't seem like actual animals. Mm. So uh, it just makes me wonder if there's a there's a thing going on there. Well, one was because uh, the one was like a um, a woolly mammoth, just huge. Yeah, but the way it walked was kind of like a gorilla too. Like it had these sure. big, big arms, and uh, that one was called Behemoth because I looked that one up. <laughs> um, there's also one in Australia called Bunyip, which uh, Bunyip is a uh, Australian cryptid, and it depending on how it looks, it depends where you're at in Australia. Should should have been a giant kangaroo. So I'm saying, <laughs> or that, or a gigantic crocodile. Like, oh sure, I feel yeah. like like Rampage kind of wasted that concept because I know from being the biological kind of science nerd that I am, there was a gigantic uh, crocodile during the dinosaur era that would eat T Rexes. So think what you know about T Rex. And know that there was something that, uh, uh, I don't say predates, but you know what I mean? It it would go after them. So, yeah. Yeah, there's so, stuff to work with there. But, but um, the, the post-credits scene we need to mention, um, uh, Charles Dance is still around, the villain gets no comeuppance, and he actually gets the head of Ghidorah, one of the heads. And that's kind yeah. of the, the post-credits scene. And I don't know what this is hinting at, because I have to imagine this is setting something up for Godzilla versus King Kong. And... Maybe I'm making a leap here, but I'm wondering if the final villain that uh, Kong and Godzilla team up because I'm assuming that you know they'll fight for a bit, but then they'll team up to fight the big villain, right? I'm assuming uh, that's going to happen. So my thinking, this post-credits scene seems to indicate to me that we might get Mecha King Ghidorah. 
That, that's what I thought too. I, when I saw the head sitting there, he goes, you know, this fisherman says that, you know, since they detonated the, uh, the oxygen device, mm. there's no fishing. So he just kind of trawls for, for salvage now. And he, they, his nets caught this thing up. And you see it just sitting there strung up. And Charles yeah. smiles. And when we know that he's he's part of whatever eco-terrorist group, they have some means, right? Because they seem to get around okay. Mm. Um, and it just makes me wonder if that's the reason they were messing with the monster DNA. They were trying to create their own. Yeah, very possibly. I, I, I think, I don't know, this was what my mind went to. They've got a part of Ghidorah, they're going to make Mecha King Ghidorah. That, that is what I was thinking. So we'll, we'll see if that turns out to be the case. Um, yeah, I, you know, I'll be curious to see what the next one is. Um, as much as it's called Godzilla vs. King Kong, I'm expecting to see a lot of the other monsters again. Like, I'm expecting to see Mothra yeah. uh, and Rodan and whoever, um, and whoever the big villain is going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... But because I'm expecting a villain, I'm expecting you know, okay, Gazelle and King Kong will fight for X amount of time, but ultimately they're going to team up to take on whatever the big bad is, uh, mm-hmm. and maybe that's going to be going to be a uh, uh, Mecha King Ghidorah. Uh, in fact, I wonder, do they, are, they, are these bad guys going to build uh, Mecha Godzilla? Is that going to be a thing? Are we going to see Mecha Godzilla? That could be. Yeah. I don't know. Um. Oh, do you know who's directing Kong versus Godzilla? Not off the top of my head. Who is it? Uh, uh, he directed your next and the guest. Oh, so, uh, Adam. His name's Adam Wingard. Adam Wingard, yeah, I, yeah. I like so him. So they're getting some, you know, Michael Doherty did uh, uh, Krumpus and Trick or Treat, um, and then uh, Kong Skull Island was uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name, um, but he's he's doing Metal Gear next. Hmm. So they're, they're pulling the you know these younger directors uh, that they all have a different style, which I think is okay. You know, because yeah. I like that this felt different than both Godzilla and Kong Skull Island. This is a little bit closer to Skull Island with its pulpiness, but it's not nearly as pulp as no. Skull Island was. Um, but yeah, I just, I am very excited because so far, well, that's three good movies in the series. And I feel that's rare anymore. Yeah, um, well, the funny thing is, is that uh, the... The the money that this is making so far it hasn't been too hot, although internationally it might make up to a decent mm-hmm. amount. Uh, but we know we have the next one guaranteed because the next one's already been shot. So we're definitely yeah. getting the next one, uh, yeah. and we'll see we'll see if the if it you know we'll see what it does. Uh, but yeah, because it's not because it's it's one the weekend, but not by like a huge amount. Like Aladdin's actually not that much lower than it. Yeah, well, when we have people like my sister-in-law going and seeing Aladdin three times for no reason, it's, <laughs> you know. Uh, but again, I, that makes me sound bitter. I'm not. I did my my niece to tell me that she didn't want to see this. And I was like, haven't you watched Power Rangers th- with your dad since you were real little? Th- this movie you would enjoy. All right, let's chill. You've seen Aladdin twice already. <laughs> Go see Godzilla. Yeah, so, no, I, I mean, I had a lot of fun with the movie. I mean, it definitely falls into what a lot of these Godzilla sequels do in the sense that, it, it, yeah, the human story is just kind of whatever, right? It just It's there mm-hmm. to facilitate what's going on and nothing more. Um, but the Godzilla stuff itself, and much like the first movie, I'm here to root for Godzilla. That's what I'm here for, and to an extent mm-hmm. Mothra. <laughs> so, you know, um, yeah. I just, I wonder who else we get in the next one, uh, who the villain's going to be. I'm, I'm deeply curious, but... And I love the music. I love the score. Um, 
I, you know, I love the visuals of the monsters fighting, um, and the humans didn't all necessarily annoy me. There was a couple of dumb jokes uh, that I didn't yeah. like, but um, Coach Taylor uh, is very Coach Taylor in this, so that uh, that cracked me up in the very beginning. Mm. Kyle Chandler, I'm just like, I know he's a multifaceted actor, but just seeing him be the put upon dad that's all stressed out over things, you know. So I was happy to see him. It's it's been too long since i've seen a movie where he had a good meaty role because he's kind of just been showing up in like uh supporting stuff or he was on that netflix show that i watched an episode of bloodlines bloodline yeah which that's a a pretty good cast i just couldn't get into it so but yeah charles dance good mustache twirling villain he kind of chooses scenery uh, doesn't do much though. Very no, funny is the de facto villain. I think he's after Ghidorah, of course. Yeah, he's he's kind of wasted. But I wonder if they've got plans from the next one, and that's mm-hmm. why he's he's been set up in this this film. Yeah, I, yeah. Ghidorah's the villain, and Ghidorah's a great villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godzilla's a great hero. That, that that's what's important in this, and that's the stuff that works. Yeah. I like the monster face, <laughs> and has a lot of monster face. So yes, it does, and they're all good too. It's. It's not like that was my not my main problem because I understood what, what they were doing in that first one, um, but I felt like that last monster fight is really good. But that's the one that we get in the first Godzilla, uh, and here they're they're sprinkled throughout uh, as there's more creatures and whatnot. So, uh, but no, I, again, this is three really good movies so far, and if if it's building to Kong uh, versus Godzilla and it's gonna be that good. Then I'm here for it. I mean, I don't know if I, I agree with three really good movies necessarily. I don't uh, know if I, I agree do. with that statement. But uh, yeah, but so yeah, we should rate uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. What mm-hmm. you uh, what are you giving it? Oh, I'm giving it a nine. A nine. <laughs> a nine. I really enjoyed it. Oof. Um, uh, I I thought I was being over generous, mm-hmm. uh, tempted to give it an eight. Um. I'm maybe going to go with 7.5. No, yeah, 7.5. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll go with my heart. I'll say, it. I'll say, it. but yeah. it has, it's got there a lot go. of problems. I, I, you know, as someone who, to talks a lot about filmmaking, it does have a lot of problems. It does. Yeah. The, the script is, the... I'm, we have a lot of good movies coming out still, but you know, when we do the year end, I, I have the Kong Skull Island spot <laughs> and I'm curious to see if this pops up there or if it's higher, depending on where the rest of the movies go this year um oh, we'll see we'll so you see. do get another star wars end games pretty pretty high still so uh, right now godzilla king of the monsters is sitting up there so who we i don't even know what my top 10 will look like because most of the films that will be in my top 10 will pr- I, I don't even know what they exist yet you haven't seen yet yeah, yeah. yeah. uh they usually sneak up on me uh, throughout the year uh but we do have a new tarantino movie which i expect might rank quite highly that that might rank high too yeah yeah um uh, so so we'll see. Uh, but no, that is uh, Godzilla Care the Monsters. Uh, this has been 1.21 gigawatts. Uh, by all means, let us know what you think of the movie in the comments below. I suspect a lot of you probably hated it, and that's okay. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, do that. Uh, like, subscribe, the usual stuff. Uh, you can support us, of course, on your podcast app. Uh, if you're on iTunes or whatever, you give us a five-star rating and uh, review. It helps spread the show out to more people. Uh, you can, of course, support us financially over at patreon.com slash TV. We can support us for as little as $1 per month, and you can get bonus episodes of certain shows that we do and some early content 
uh, as well as some other stuff in the higher tiers. Um, and if I'm going to promote other stuff that we do, if you like us talking about movies, we've got a couple of other movie shows. Uh, we have Screams After Midnight, which is a horror movie podcast, uh, which I do with Tim. And then we also have the Atomic Cinema Experiment podcast, which is a sci-fi movie podcast that I do with Tara. So uh, if you want more movie review content, uh, go check out those. Uh, but otherwise that is us so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching movies guys and if you can get it it's always nice to have diplomatic immunity